0: Welcome to our meditation service podcast. Each week we will have a different presentation, including different sutra chanting, different speakers, and different dharma messages. Through this meditation service program, we will have both seated and standing meditation, sutra chanting, and a dharma message. We hope that this meditation service podcast will enable the listener, to experience meditation, to experience sutra chanting, and to listen to a Dharma message. In our Shin Buddhist tradition, we regard meditation as not a practice or as a means to try to attain enlightenment, but we are simply sitting to calm ourselves so that we might better receive the Dharma, hear the Dharma our everyday life is so hectic and fast-paced and busy we need a little bit of quiet time, tranquility. We find it hard to focus on listening to a message and so by sitting first we're able to settle ourselves, calm ourselves, and open our hearts and minds to receive the teachings. Once we learn how to receive the teachings in a meditation service We find that we are able to receive the teachings even in our everyday life. We encounter teachers anywhere. It could be a driver, it could be a bartender, it could be your pet cat or dog that gives you a teaching relevant to your life. Thank you.
1: We will begin with sitting meditation. Find yourself a comfortable place to sit, either in a chair or on the floor. On the floor, you may prefer to sit on a cushion with your legs crossed or folded beneath you. On a chair, sit without leaning back with your feet planted evenly and comfortably on the floor. Sit comfortably erect with shoulders back and your spine straight. Rock back and forth and then side to side to find your center. Your head should also be straight with your eyelids lowered, but not closed. Focus on a point a few feet in front of you. Your face should be relaxed as you breathe quietly. Hands can be placed in several positions. In the classic mode, rest your left hand in your right hand with thumbs touching and comfortably laid against your abdomen. Or you can touch thumbs and forefingers together and rest them on your thighs with palms up. Another option may be to fold your hands on top of each other on your lap. The key is to find a position that is comfortable and that can be maintained in stillness during the meditation session. While sitting, try focusing on your breath, counting them to 10. Breathe in, one. Breathe out, two. Breathe in, three and so forth. You may find distractions such as the sounds around you or your own thoughts. If that happens, observe them, acknowledge them, and then let them go. Begin counting your breaths again from one. We will begin and end each session at the sound of a bell. At the end of this first session you will be asked to place your hands together in Gosho and bow. Gassho means putting your hands together and bowing in an expression of gratitude. You may choose to intone the words Namo Dabutsu as you gassho. We will begin our first seated meditation session at the sound of the bell. Please put your hands together in gassho and bow. Namo Amida butsu. Namo Amida butsu. Namo Amida butsu. Namo Amida
2: That completes our seated meditation. Please stand. Selected sayings, page 15, number 12. To study the Buddha way is to study the self. To study the self is to forget the self. To forget the self is to be actualized by myriad things. Dogen Zenji Take a moment to stretch your legs,
3: and we will have standing meditation. The feet should be about shoulder width apart, with the knees bent slightly. Upper body position is the same. Back straight and centered, shoulders relaxed eyes half open. Standing in this way is a reminder that we can extend this way of being to our life when we're not engaged in meditation per se. We might be having to wait for someone to arrive or wishing some person would help us. They don't seem to be interested in our problem. Instead of becoming upset and agitated, we can have a moment of standing meditation. Please put your hands together in gassho. Bow. Namo amidabutsu, Namo Amida Namo Amida Naman Naman Naman
2: Selected sayings, page 14, number 6. Therefore, be a lamp unto yourself. Be a refuge to yourself. Take yourself to no external refuge. Hold fast to the truth as a lamp. Hold fast to the truth as a refuge. Look not for a refuge in anyone besides yourself. Shakyamuni Buddha's deathbed address. This completes our standing meditation. Please return to your seats.
3: We will now have sutra chanting. A sutra is a sacred scripture from Buddhism. These originated long ago in India and in China. The text that we chant is actually Chinese, a translation from Sanskrit originals. Is it necessary to understand the meaning of what we're chanting? Of course, not at the outset. We don't know anything about it when we first begin. But I believe that we should aim to understand what the sutra is teaching us. We should have a basic awareness of its content. These are the teachings of our Shin Buddhist tradition, after all. For that reason, we provide in the Shin Buddhist service book some pages of explanation, and some English translations. What we experience by chanting, I would say, has three aspects. The first aspect is meditative, like sitting or standing or breathing. Chanting forces us to focus our attention on the present moment, and it helps to calm our minds. Second, there is a ritual aspect. We are reenacting something that's taken place countless times over the centuries, we are connecting with the many followers of our Buddhist tradition who have chanted these same words, and we are gaining a sense of oneness with the other people who are chanting at this time, perhaps listening to this podcast. Third, there is a learning aspect. This is to gain a little bit of knowledge of what the meaning of the characters that we chant are. And we do that separately, I would say, from actual chanting.
4: Today, I'd like to chant in Sambujo, you can turn to page 29 of OCBC uh, service book if you have. In Sambujo, English title is Three Respectful Callings. So I going to explain Three Respectful Callings. So we welcome Amida Buddha. The translation says, We respectively welcome Abhida Buddha to our temple as we scatter flowers of joy. And we respectively welcome Shakyamuni Buddha to our temple as we scatter flowers of joy. And we respectively welcome the Buddhas of all times and places to our temple as we scatter flowers of joy. So we welcome, first, Amida Buddha, second, Jagamuni Buddha, and third, all the Buddhas residing in ten directions of all times and places that we are saying. So this Sambujo is chanted in any occasion, particularly uh, at the beginning of service, memorial service, and funeral, don't waiting any time at the opening. So join me chanting sambujo together. First, join me Gasho. Please put your palms together. We say Namo Amida Butsu. We we'll call the Amida Buddha's name together. Namo Amida Butsu. Namo Amida Butsu. Namo
3: Amida Butsu. Bow.
5: då då
4: Please place your both palms together. We are meeting Shakyamuni Buddha, Amida Buddha, and all the Buddhas in ten directions. Namo Amida Botsu, Namo Amida Botsu, Namo Amida Botsu, Namanda
5: Botsu, Namanda Botsu.
2: Dancing for Joy. In mid July, the Orange County Buddhist Church holds an Obon festival. During the festival, many people come to the BEC book sale booth in front of the Hondo and ask us where are the koi fish, the bonsai trees, the displays and the demonstrations. I always smile when this happens, and I explain to them that they are thinking of the Hanamatsuri festival, which is held each year in mid-April to celebrate the Buddha's birth. I found this very interesting because each year I used to come to the Hanamatsuri festival and ask, when are we going to dance? And those around me would smile and explain that I was thinking of the Obon festival. To memorize which festival was which, I would repeat to myself that Obon is the festival with dancing. But I no longer think this is quite right. Today I think it's better to say that Obon is dancing. But I have had a very difficult time with this. I could not explain why Obon is dancing. Dancing seemed too simple to be the meaning of a major Buddhist festival. I was always looking for some other meaning to obon other than dancing, but this was a big mistake. Throughout Buddhist history, dancing has been used to symbolize the spontaneous joy that accompanies insight. Even in America, we use this phrase, dancing for joy, to describe someone who's completely overwhelmed. Many times, we use this phrase figuratively, but its origins are more literal. People who have experienced a sudden realization literally and involuntarily dance for joy. A simple everyday example of this is all the dancing that occurs after a goal is scored in the World Cup. However, rather than achieving a specific goal, Buddhist examples of dancing occur after sudden insight into the entirety of one's life. At Obon, we focus on the spontaneous dancing of Mogalana. Mogalana was one of the Buddha's two main disciples. After his mother's death, Moggallana was tormented because she was not as devout a Buddhist as he had hoped she would be. He was embarrassed by her and felt that he should have had greater influence upon her. After self-reflection, Moggallana realized that he had it backwards. It was his mother's profound influence upon him that enabled him to become one of the Buddha's great disciples. For the first time, he realized that she was the Bodhisattva that had led him to the Buddhist path. At that moment, he spontaneously began dancing with joy. Traditionally, it is this story that is used to explain why we dance at Obon. However, many stories like this can be found throughout Buddhist history. For example, there was a great Chinese master named Tsung Mi who lived in the 8th century. Tsung Mi's interest in Buddhism began at age 18, after the death of his father. His initial awakening experience occurred six years later, after reading several lines of the scripture of perfect enlightenment. It is said that his awakening experience so overwhelmed him that he found himself spontaneously dancing for joy. Though Tsung Ming's awakening experience was certainly sudden, it is very significant that it did not occur during meditation, but instead occurred after reading several lines of scripture. It is this experience that led Tsung Ming to caution others not to merely replace the study of the Dharma, with the practice of meditation. In this way, Sung Mi is known as a Buddhist synthesizer. So far, we have had an example of Indian dancing with Moggallana and an example of Chinese dancing with tsung Mi. I would like to conclude with an example of Japanese dancing. It may be a bit surprising, but Shinran, the founder of our tradition, also frequently uses the analogy of dancing for joy. The phrase dancing for joy appears in the collected works nine times each time describing the same overwhelming joy that occurs when one realizes insight. The following appears to be one of Shinran's favorite quotes from the larger sutra. It appears in the collected works of Shinran four times. The Buddha said to Maitreya, If there are persons who, having heard the name of that Buddha, leap and dance with joy and say it even once, know that they receive the great benefit, that is, they acquire the unexcelled virtues. I believe that Shinran emphasizes dancing with joy because it captures the feeling he had when he first heard the Pure Land teachings from his master Honan. This is the same feeling of overwhelming joy that Moggallana and Tsung-mi both experienced. We dance not so much in honor of Mogalana, but rather we are spontaneously dancing with joy in honor of sudden enlightenment, of sudden insight, of insight that occurs through the self-reflection of Moggallana, the study of Tsung-mi, and the deep hearing of Shinran this is why we dance so whether you have the dances memorized or not please remember there are no wrong steps when one is spontaneously dancing for joy please join me in goshow nam dots nam dots nam dots nam dots nam dots this concludes this meditation service Uh, I hope you feel grounded. I hope you feel different than when you began. And this feeling you have, uh, I hope you take it with you out into your everyday life. Uh, It's important to develop these qualities in a controlled environment like this podcast. But the aim is for the effects to begin to bleed out uh, into your everyday life uh, naturally. Uh, My wife once sent me a meme on Facebook that said, uh, yoga works, but only if you show up. And I feel that way about Buddhism and about meditation. Uh, It surely works, uh, but only if you stick with it. And uh, you have to get to the point where it becomes something natural and effortless in your life. And if you have high expectations and you're trying to rush the process, uh, you actually retard uh, your ability to change over time. Uh, You don't want to grasp it. You don't want to hang on to it. You just want to experience it uh, in a regular practice and integrate it into your everyday life. So thank you very much for coming. Uh, I will close with Gasho. hands together, and we will bow. Num no man doubts nam-man-doubts, no nam doubts, no man doubts no
1: man... Today's program was presented by
2: Reverend Marvin Harada,
4: Reverend Dr. Mutsumi Wundra,
2: Reverend John Turner,
4: Reverend Ellen
1: Crane,
3: and Minister's Assistant Jim Pollard.
1: Executive Producers Reverend Marvin Harada and Jim Scott Produced by the Buddhist Education Center of Orange County Buddhist Church, Anaheim, California, USA Directed and Engineered by Reverend John Turner Edited by Jim Scott This program includes excerpts from Time Stood Still by Riley Lee, used with permission. Copyright 2019 Orange County Buddhist Church, Anaheim, California, USA, All Rights Reserved.
0: We hope you'll join us for future podcasts, or please check out our Buddhist online program at everydaybuddhist.org. Our website is ocbuddhist.org. There are Dharma messages that you can read on the website and the online program has a number of Buddhist education courses from introductory level to the study of Buddhist texts. If you've never attended one of our meditation services, we are located at 909 Southdale Avenue in Anaheim. Thank you for joining us today.